0: Thank you for tuning in to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. We pray this podcast blesses you as Pastor Calvin King delivers a message from God. All right. What I want to talk about is the fight of faith. How many of you got faith? Okay. How many of you realize that you have to fight to keep it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a thief the Bible has declared. "Say, so there's a, a thief, and he comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. Okay. So what is he really coming after whatever is valuable to you and to your God? And God gave you a measure of something that grows inside of you the more you use it. So the enemy is coming after the most valuable thing you have, and that's your faith. And the more you start exercising it, the more it comes under attack. But the more it comes under attack, God's not doing anything about it because he wants you to do something with it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You hear me? Yeah. There's no, nobody who's going to train for the Olympics and wait until they all go meet up in Sydney or wherever they're gonna meet up in Atlanta on that day of, and then think they're gonna get out there and win just because that they said that they were gonna be in the Olympics. That training happens years before. Yeah. They they practice on every type of course there is. Paul said he finished his course. Well, guess what? You're on a course, and you gotta prepare yourself, and you're not gonna get strong and you're not going to get wise, and you're not going to get better just by reading your word. You hear me? Right. Sometimes we think if I come and hear pastor, it's going to be okay. If I read my Bible every now and then, it's going to be okay. If I make a confession every now and then, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right until that devil slaps you in your face. That's when things are going to get real to you. Okay, That's when you're going to have to stand on what you believe. And you're going to have to hold on to what you've got. Yeah. you have to trust in your God if you're going to make it through. Yeah. If you don't, he's just like this big bullet. He's going to snatch everything he can away from you and watch you go whining to God about it. And God's going to tell you, go do something about it because it's time for you to stand up now. Mm-hmm. This past week, even when me and my wife, we went out on our y'all, that time that you guys gave away. And thank you all so much for giving us that, that weekend away. It was a blessing, even though we were mad at each other the weekend. And <laughs> and I tell you, cause you know I can't keep nothing. But you know, but just to let you guys know, we you know we're human too and we and we get in our spats and stuff like that. I don't think it last did not last that long, did it, baby? Did we say long mad long time? It, it wasn't long. Yeah. But I didn't like her and she didn't like me. Okay. So it was it was one of those things, our weekend, our anniversary, we should be celebrating. But an enemy came in. And today, I don't even know how he came in, but I know it wasn't me, it was the enemy. It wasn't her, it was an enemy, okay? And he was after our faith. I may have done something silly. Listen to her, she will tell you it was me, you know. I, I, I prefer to think it was her, you know, but, but however, and, and we passed the blame because it was neither one of us. It was an enemy, mm-hmm. And he was after the fact that we've been teaching about faith and walking in love and doing all this stuff and doing all this stuff. And here, your anniversary, he steps in and acts a fool. Uh-huh. And I was mad at her. I don't want her to say nothing to me. It, I think it was. It was something simple, too. You know, just, I don't, okay, she said, don't even get it to <laughs> I'm going to spare you because I want." <laughs> but you know what it was? It was a fight. It was a fight. It was a fight. I didn't fight. I, we were not hitting with blows, but we was hitting with attitudes. And I know y'all don't know nothing I'm talking about. I understand that. Even yesterday when I was talking to the men at the men's breakfast, thank God we had a great men's breakfast as well, and then uh, Brother, uh, brother Lina cooked, and man, they it down, and we just thank God for it. Sorry for you guys who missed it. But when I threw out a little thing and said, you know, I was talking about a warfare, and I talked about men, you got to hold on, boy, Woo wee What did I say that for? Somebody said, you opened up a can of worms. And, and so that means it, it lets me know that it's not just a personal thing with me. The devil is fighting you too. And you might not know it, but he is. And, and some of you all have gotten some victory because you've, you've obeyed God and you kept one thing. I'm going to teach you about it today. But one thing you've got to keep out of this fight, and you probably don't know it, but your emotions. Yeah. You've got, you got to figure out a way to keep them out. You know, if you're going through a, a divorce situation or, or whatever, you got to learn how to keep your, your your emotions out of it. You mad at somebody, you just don't like them, they did something really mean and ugly to you. But keep your emotions out because see, once your emotions get in, you can't tell if it's the devil or them. You, you missed that one. That was a really, really good point, but you missed it. Sometimes you're too involved in a situation to fight because your emotions are lying to you. The devil telling you how you feel, and God telling you what you believe. Now, whose report will you believe? What the Bible telling you on how to handle it, how to conduct yourself, and be Christ like? Or are you going to feel like your emotions telling you, you know what, I got it right? I'm, I'm going to cuss you out because this is a good point to cuss you out and tell you what I feel. Now, you stupid. You this. You that. Really? Is that what God would say? Uh uh-uh. uh. No, no, no. It does us no good to be in a Word church and not follow the Word. How dare you want to go to the Word because you want to grow up and then you still want to act like a child. That Word makes the difference, people. You have more, you get more, and you know this by having the Word. Or you go to your own traditional church and you just... just you know, you, you you do your own traditional stuff, and you just go along with the flow, and that's it. But now you want to grow up. You want to fight. <laughs> do you really? When the enemy show up, it's time for you to fight. Most of us don't want to fight. We just want the victory. Great battles bring great victory. You don't get great victories unless there are great battles. So what we've got to learn how to do is to grow up in the church and trust God to do what he said he was going to do and stop letting the devil fight us on every hand. Today I know it's going to be a little struggle today, and I understood that. It's snowing outside, and it's cold. and Forget all that. No, you come to hear the word of God that's going to save your soul. So you shake that spirit of slumber off, you shake that devil off and you tell yourself, no, 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 spirit. You're gonna listen today and you're gonna learn something today. Amen? Amen. Well, Pastor, it's so quiet, it's so somber in here. The heat's up too high. You know, it's this, it's that. Those are the devil talking to you. All right. All right. So Timothy said this. When Paul was talking to Timothy, he told him this. He said, fight the good fight of faith. How many of you all fight the good fight of faith? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many of you lying to yourself? Okay, well, Pastor, how do I lie to myself? Just like uh, when me and my wife were going through things, you know, and 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 I knew I knew how to fight. I knew the devil came in. He did something they wasn't supposed to do. I knew to say, "Well, you know what, baby? I'm so sorry. I apologize. You know, I, I got out, I got in my emotions. I got in my feelings, and I should not have done that. Will you forgive me?" Now that's a good way to fight. But I fought like this, man. <laughs> Taking you home, get in the car. I'm going home, and then talk to her for a day or so, something like that. Look, uh, she remembered her for my part, and that's one thing about a fight, people. One thing about a fight, you are gonna see everybody else is wrong, but you can't see yours why? Cause your emotions will block your wrong. Listen to be good. Your emotions will block what you do wrong, cause in your own eyesight you justify. Your emotions told you you was okay. Ain't nothing wrong with you. It's them. So now your fight is going against them. That's why you have to have the Word of God. The Word of God shows you you. and shows you how to make this flesh line up and conduct yourself the way you ought to be carrying yourself. you allowing your emotions to carry you. And giving more place to the enemy. And the Bible says give no place to the enemy. You cannot fight the devil with your emotions. He's better than that. He knows how to handle that. All right. So if you're gonna fight a good fight, and you mad at your mate, you mad at your children, you mad at your people on the boss, you're mad at this, you're mad at that, you mad at the world, and the whole world's at fault because you hadn't done nothing wrong. <laughs> so it's gotta be them. So what you gotta do is figure out who you fight. Am I fighting my mate? Am I really fighting my children? Am I really fighting the boss man? I don't even see him. He's somewhere in corporate, but I'm fighting him because I don't like him. You only saw him twice, but you're fighting him. Something is going wrong with us and inside of us that we we need to make some adjustments and some correction with our faith. So Paul tells Timothy, he says, since you're my, my servant, my, I'm your mentor, I'm going to tell you I need you to fight the good fight of faith. And I'm telling you the same thing. One thing that really hinders and hurt us when we're fight, fighting and the devil know it is one little thing that he get, he get an avenue and he starts to work on us with, and it is doubt. Doubt. I looked up doubt for you so I could help you to understand it a status between belief and disbelief. It involves uncertainty and distrust. I can believe in my wife. And I'm happy about her. But if there's ever any disbelief coming into play, if I ever start to disbelieve in you and to allow uncertainty to come in about you, then I begin to distrust you. See, some of you look at doubt as just not believing what the Word says. No, doubt is much more than that. It's a gap between belief and disbelief. Some of you right now, your marriage can't get no better because you're between belief and disbelief. Something you allow the enemy to put in your mind to make you no longer believe. You don't necessarily disbelieve, you're caught up in between. You want to believe and you don't want to believe. You want to have things your way, and you you kind of want God to do his thing. Baby, that's doubt. That's what doubt is. And doubt can step in in any relationship, and it can be damaging to whatever relationship it is. It can be mother and daughter, father and son, husband and wife. It can be a marriage situation, a fiancé or somebody that you're dating and getting ready to get married. Once that doubt gets in there, it starts to wreak havoc and it wreaks havoc on everything, all your social lives come under attack. Your relationship at the church comes under attack. Your relationship on the job comes under attack. When you give the devil place, everything comes in under attack. Doubt is dangerous. It's very dangerous. So what is doubt? It's a status between belief and disbelief. It involves uncertainty and distrust. Because I don't trust you no more. It messes me up with God. If I don't trust you no more, then I'm going to get in my emotions, and my emotions are going to tell me how to handle and conduct this situation because doubt has came in. If you've done something wrong, if I've done something wrong in my relationship with my wife and try to give you a good understanding of it, then she starts to distrust or disbelieve or doubt me, then the devil comes right in and starts to tell her everything that she feels. He's going to tell her how she feels, what she feels, and if she don't watch it, he's going to tell her what she believes. It's dangerous to be in faith and not act on faith. And the devil uses that big word doubt to come in and short-circuit your faith. Because once he can get you into a doubt, the next thing he starts to do is get you back into your emotions, and then you she can cuss me out and I feel bad about it. Yeah, I know I'm right. I know I'm right. I've been hearing some of y'all's conversations. And I can say, why don't you let God handle it? No, I don't want to pray about this. What what are you and your emotions? You don't want to pray? No, I don't want to pray. Why? Because God might let them off the hook. So why ask him to let them off the hook when I don't want them off the hook? I want them punished. You hurt me? You deserve to be hurt. In scripture. That's doubt. That's unbelief. You caught up between believing. Yeah, I believe in God, but you can't grow in your faith. That thing, that trial came so you could grow in your faith by acting on the word of God because the blessing was waiting on you. And you were supposed to be blessed, but God said, wait a minute. Hold on. The devil, you're right. You're in the court of heaven. You're arguing that they ain't ready for this blessing. So I got to let you test them and see. You're this close to your blessing, but your emotion is this far away. And you feel like you want to be justified. You feel like you're right. Me and my wife were going at it. I didn't care. I just want to get her to the house. Get out of the car and go upstairs and leave me alone. And some men, sometimes y'all don't think y'all have feelings or emotions. Yes, you do. He emotions. You got it. Mm-hmm. You get in your little feeling, You get that, that little boy rise up in you and you want to get your ball and go home. mm mm-hmm. Uh-uh ladies. Just look straight ahead. Don't say nothing. <laughs> don't say a word. <laughs> Just be quiet. Look straight ahead. Nobody never knows who I'm talking about. Okay? All right? You got to understand, too, that, that we all handle emotions differently. We're different creatures, different creations. And the way I handle my emotions, you know what? Just leave me alone and let me simmer over here with my emotions. Because if you take this lid off of this, you're telling tell them what you're going to You're going to be shocked at what comes out. So just leave me over here and let me simmer. My wife, don't no, just leave him alone. you're going to be all right. She mad, I'm mad. Okay? There's no need to take the lid off of both of us. Just let yeah. it sit down, and when the fire goes out, it's going to calm down. You hear me? You understand? Are you getting this? All right. So watch out for doubt. Doubt is simple. It don't think it's just, oh, I don't believe no more. No, you still believe. But what the devil got you caught up in the middle of that belief you believe, now you need to be praying. God help my unbelief. Because my unbelief said that he needs to be punished. And God, I know you. You're a good God. And it's the goodness of God that leads man to repentance. I don't want him to repent. I want him to be punished. Or I want her to be punished. I want you to get a good. Okay? God knows where you are. He knows you're an emotional person. He knows you have emotions. But what he says is that through your faith you can tap into the spiritual realm and do what you're supposed to do. That's why your blessings are tied into it. If you won't do right for your blessing, then what are you going to do right for? You want to see God's goodness come out of it. You want the blessing. Then he said, obey me. That's when you grow, people. That's when your faith is most important, when you can use your faith to grow thereby. When you know what to do, now you've got to do it. You've got to make your confession. Abraham said he can call those things that be not as though they were. That's what you're doing. And the devil knows this. So when he gets you in doubt, instead of saying they ain't no good, they lousy, they this, they stupid, they that, they that, stop saying that. My wife this week. Had to catch me. I've been going through some attacks, y'all. I mean, y'all look at me, and y'all like, he just got it. Man, I wish I had passed. No, you don't. And I don't wish I was you. Okay? So, I don't know what you're going through. And, and, and look, can I be, I can't be personal. I can't be honest. I can't be transparent. Yes, I can. Forget it. You know what? I don't want to be you because I don't know what you got. I don't know what you fight. I don't know what you're dealing with. I might look at your situation and say, oh, that's nothing. But if I get in your shoes, I'm going to try to find mine. Because God equipped me to handle my shoes, not to handle yours. And so everybody can look at everybody's situation and say, girl, you ought to be able to handle that one. Man, you ought to be able to deal with that. No. All to be in doing it is two different things. You feel me? You understand? It's easy for me to look back and tell y'all what y'all need to do. That's the most easiest thing to do. But when it comes to my doorstep, that's a whole different thing. So people can always tell you, you know what, I told you all this, this once before. Uh, it, was a, it was a man who was downtown, and he had, his son kept getting in trouble, kept getting in trouble. He went downtown, kept bailing his son out. And his friend told him, said, man, if he was my child, my son, I'd leave him down there. And the guy looked at him and said, if he was your son, i will leave him down there too. It's easy to see somebody else, somebody going through and say what you would do, okay? But when it comes to your doorstep, it's a whole different story. Yeah. So one thing, get your emotions out of it and stop trying to fight other people's battle with your faith. This battle comes to your house and you've got to get people out your way and start worrying about what people going to say and fight your own battle. Yeah. Stop letting people tell you how to fight the battle that's come to your house. They're not involved. They don't have nothing in, in they don't have a. No skin in the game. But they're going to tell you how to fight. Let your child stay down there. No, you're sitting down there. We both going to agree to let them stay down there. <laughs> you hear me? Your emotion will mess you up because you're going to think what people think about you. Now your emotion tied up in it. You can't make a good decision based on God's word because you're trying to listen to what they said. And now you're double-minded. Your heart... God's trying to speak to you and tell you one thing, but somebody got in your head, and they're telling you something totally different. And now, you know what you won't listen to? You won't listen to what they put in your head. And you're wondering why God ain't coming to your rescue. Because you doubt him? You won't listen to your heart? What is your heart telling you? When you're in a faith fight, baby, you better learn to listen to your heart. Now, watch this. The Bible says your heart is desperate above all things. When he's talking about it, he's talking about things that get into your heart. That's why you have to protect your heart. You can't let everything get in there. Some of y'all, when y'all come under y'all attack and your faith is on the line, you're going to act out what you saw on TV. Because it got into your heart. That image will come back to your mind and you will be doing what they did on TV. They getting paid. And you missing your blessing. Mm-hmm. That's why the Bible says, above all else, guard your heart. Protect your heart. Because all the issues of life come out of it. So, Pastor says, we're not fighting each other. I was not fighting Miss King the other day. And Miss King was not fighting me. But we felt the warfare. Did you feel it? Did you enjoy it? You didn't enjoy it either? Man, well, why were we fighting? Oh, because I'm hard here. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to somebody else, all right? We're gonna be fighting in church, all right? I'm hardhead. Really? Really? It's me. It's me. It's me. All right. Get out my emotions. I'm preaching. (laughs) We'll talk. (laughs) I owe you. I shouldn't have asked you. I shouldn't have asked you. I knew better. All right. Let me drink a water now. Let me get that one down. It's my fault. I'm hard Nope, uh, no. Nope. All right. But anyway, I realized scripture is true. I'm not fighting this king. Now, we can go on. I say, no, nah, you, you did something crazy. You knew I was tired. You knew I wanted to go home, but then you're going to tell me, come to this doggone store. You know how long you're going to be in that store? You know how long you had already been in the store? I had just left one store. Came to another store. And then you're talking about going to another store. I'm tired of the store. But I'm hard-headed. Something has gone wrong. And all I could do was have enough sense to pull back and say, hold on, God. But this was later on. It wasn't right then and there now. It took me a minute to get myself together. Because all I wanted to do was get to the house. And then I heard God say, You know you're wrong. Wait a minute. Can you go next door and talk to her? She's still in there. (laughs) In my emotions, in my feelings, I felt like God was just on me about it. I don't know what he was doing with her, but I want to hear him say he was on her too. And he wasn't saying nothing like that. He was dealing with me. Why are you on me? She the one that wanted to go here, there, and yonder. We were fine until she stepped out of line. <laughs> and God keep telling me, get out of your emotions and talk. Get out of your emotions and deal with it. I didn't want to talk to her. And God was treading on some thin ice. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to pray. I didn't want to talk to God about it. I'm telling you, I was an emotional wreck. I felt like I'm tired of it. I gotta put up with this. She got a car. Let her take herself. All these thoughts was coming into my mind, but were not of my thoughts. Because I know me, and she had to got out and went out there. I've been wondering about. Okay, what time is she coming home? Is she okay? All all this stuff that I realized the real me, if I had just settled myself down, put my emotions in line, and trust God, I could have said, you know what, baby? Let me do this. Let me me drop you off. Let me work on some patience what he's been talking to me for the last five years about. You understand how we can miss it when we start to fight? If you don't keep your fight in the right arena or in the right area, you're going to be all over the place. You're gonna fight everything that moves. You're gonna be hitting stuff that ain't even moving, knocking holes in walls for no reason. They don't hit back. You got to define this battle. You got to define your fight, and you got to stay in it. Well, Pastor, who we fighting against? Ephesians chapter six, verse twelve. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 from the New Living Translation. But we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. You hear this? If you can see it, it's not your battle. If you can see them, they're not your fight. There's no need of me and my wife fighting because I'm a spiritual man. I'm a man of God. I have taken a hold of faith, and now my battle, my enemy, is at a disadvantage because I realize now that the word of God is true, and my emotions are lying to me. So I don't care how bad I think she's coming against me, there's an enemy that's doing this. He could be in her, or he could be in me. Matter of fact, he'll share the stage with both of us. And if I don't understand and use my faith, my trust in what God said in his word, advanced information that I have received from God that I am not fighting against flesh and blood. God told me in advance, I'm not fighting against my wife. There's an enemy. And the best way to get the enemy to run and to flee from me is to join hands with my wife and pray. And that was the last thing I wanted to do. Y'all hear me? It would be the very last thing you want to do. You don't care if the, if the, if the enemy the enemy could be over there choking your children. Now, you don't want to choke your children, but you don't want to humble yourself and pray. You know what he's after? You understand this fight of faith? If he can't get to you, he's going to get to the ones that you love. Yeah. Now, you got to go to your scriptures, and you got to see how to handle this fight if you're going to fight. Or are you going to lose? You know what? Some of you, you just want to be right. You don't care about winning the battle. You just want to be right. You just want to be justified. As long as you, um, as long as you're right, you're okay, and you could be dead wrong, but justified in your own eyes. But you want to be, fi- you want to be right. You want to be the Christian. You want to be this. You want to be that. That word gonna reveal to you who you are. That word gonna let you know how to fight this fight. So, all y'all in here right now, you're going through little marital squabbles and you got little issues going on in your house. You're not fighting against anybody you can see. You're not fighting against flesh and blood. You're taking it too personal. That person is being influenced by an enemy, and you're fighting that person. Why do you think God gave you that tool of faith? Uh Uh-huh. You can see stuff that that, that others cannot see. Your faith, and I'm going to give it to you in a twist. Your faith is the evidence of things not seen. You know there's an enemy in there. That ain't your wife acting like that. That's not your husband acting like that. My faith is the evidence things I can't see. So I know there's a devil there. And my faith tells me there's a devil there. So what am I going to do? Keep fighting my mate? Or deal with that devil? To deal with the devil, I've got to remember a scripture. The word says one can put a thousand to flight, but two ten thousand to flight. So the best way I can whoop that devil is joining hands with my mate. And start praying for her or praying with her. And she in return prays for me. That takes the place away from the devil. It takes the doubt away. Because I can't pray for you and doubt you too. My prayers are not effective, a fervent, heartfelt prayer if I'm doubting you. We got to figure this thing out. It's just not some pie in the sky. It's there, but you're going have to work to get it. You wonder why these attacks. Every time this year, we go through this. You know why? Because you had to learn. Your marriage ain't getting no better. Your children are not getting no better. Your situation not getting no better. Why? Because you keep losing the battle. And the way I look at it now, well, me and my wife, we don't stay mad like we used to stay mad. So, hey, I'm winning some. That's how I justify it. So the next battle come, I hope to do this. I tell y'all all all the time, I have a plan that when Miss King do something that I don't like, this is how I'm going to handle it. And then when she do it, i got to come up with another plan because my emotions are still strong. They have not yet submitted themselves to the Word of God or to my faith. And it's so simple when she does something that she does. You know, I've gotten to be so patient now with my wife. I know now. We wanted to go to breakfast the other day. Okay, what time is breakfast? Okay. I figured we're going to go. Let's start at 7.30. We get there. Maybe, with my wife, schedule by about 9. Well, it was 12.30 when we ate breakfast. <laughs> Not throw my wife on the bus or nothing like that, but I still, I'm, I'm learning to be, because one thing I, I lack is patience. When I want to be there, at ten, uh, I got a sister. You tell her to be there at 12 o'clock, she's going to be there, at what? <laughs> eight, yeah. Eight in the morning. She'll be there two hours early. We were trained that way, brought up that way. But my wife was not. And so when we got together, when I say we're supposed to be there at 12 o'clock, then guess what? I want to be there about 15 minutes before 12, not leaving the house at 12.30. But my wife, has a she has this way. So what I have to do now is learn to give in. Take all that patience that I have. And share it with her, and be patient with her. Be long-suffering. You know why? Because that's what she has—patience. She can sit there and she can be talking to me, and she'd be like, "I'm like, come on, say it." But but she's so patient. She's thinking about it. She's choosing her words very carefully. And y'all know me—I just start another conversation. And she goes back to the conversation that she was thinking about 15 minutes ago. I'm like, what are you coming with? Where is this coming from? What's wrong with you? No, it's me. Because she she takes her time and think about what she's doing and what she's going to say. Me, I say it right, bam, there it is. There it is. Oh, I hurt your feelings? I'm sorry. Get over it. Because it's out now. So that's me. But I learned. So you see. We work together, and it may take us longer than it takes you. So, therefore, we got an understanding that y'all don't have. Pastor, don't you get tired of that? Well, Ms. King, don't you get tired of him blurbing off all the time? Well, that's me and her. We're working on each other. And my faith is in her, and her faith is in me. So, y'all got to step back. And you got to be able to tell people that who coming into your marriage, and your relationship, and your life. You got to tell people where to get off at. All right, let me finish. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities in the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. There's a real warfare going on. Now, I'm not going to ask you, but how many of y'all marriages seem like they're under attack? Do not raise your hand. Mm-hmm. Y'all relationships that are under attack. Do not raise your hand. But it's an enemy that has done this. And if you go back and look at it, he has tapped into your emotions. He got you. And you're going to have to shake him loose. And to shake him loose means you got to stop thinking how everybody else feels about you. What did the word say? And that's where you got to pour yourself into. If you abide in me. And my word abides in you. You can ask whatever you will. Yeah. Your faith's got to keep you solid. It's got to keep you grounded. You've got to stop going by what you feel. Since we're in a fight, what are you fighting with? What are you fighting with? What weapons are you using? That tongue, you cuss them out, you're going to tell them where to go and what to do when they get there. Those are not your weapons. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. If you're going to fight this fight of faith, you better know how to fight it. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not fleshly. I can't fight you with my emotions. I can't fight you with my feelings. That's carnal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's easy. But it's carnal. It was easier for me to fight Miss King with my emotions than to come to her and grab her hands and go in the spirit realm with her. That was the most difficult thing for me to do, to grab hands and pray with her. It was more simple to just say, forget you. I'm going to bed. You can sleep on the couch, outside, under the shade tree, in the car, wherever you want to, to, leave me alone. But that's an emotional person. Those are carnal weapons. If you're going to fight this thing of faith, if you're going to fight for your faith, you're going to have to figure out to do it the way the word says do it. If you want the victory. Yeah. If you want your marriage. If you want your children. If you want your job. Yeah. If you want your sanity. You want your mind. You better learn how to handle this. No need having a word church when you won't operate in the word. So the weapons of your warfare are not carnal, but mighty. Well, have you ever tried to love somebody when they've done you wrong? You feel justified? That's what God told you to do. You ever tried to forgive somebody when they've been caught in the act? That's what the Word says do. Uh, y'all, y'all don't want to hear that, do you? No, uh, you want to hear faith. You're going to get me this car. I'm going to be driving this car this week. I'm going to get this house. Yeah, faith can do that, but can faith straighten you up? You use your faith on everything out there in the world, but can you use your faith on you? Uh-huh. For well, the weapons of our warfare are not calling, but mighty through God to pulling down the strongholds. Where are the strongholds? Yeah, in your head. uh uh-huh. How did they get there? Again, through TV, through some of the friends you hang around with, through some of the things that you do, however it get in there, but it got in there. And the enemy knew that. And when he came at you, that's all you used, what was in your head. Mm-hmm. And that's what gets you in trouble. When you start trying to process what's in your head, rather than process the God that's of your heart. There's not one of y'all in here know that you shouldn't be forgiven. But if you should be forgiven, then you should forgive others. Well, you don't know what they did. But I don't want to know because it's not my battle. It's your battle. You know what they did. So who's better to forgive them? Hmm, don't come to me and ask me to forgive them. I don't know what they did. I don't know how bad you hurt it. You share with me, and I still I'm still not touched with your infirmities, but you are. So who's better to forgive that person than you? You want strong faith? Well, much is given. Much also is required. You want to move mountains? Great. God's going to point you to that hill. All right. So not only that, but casting down imaginations and every high thing exalts itself against the true knowledge of God, and bring it to captivity. Every thought. How many of you are when you get under attack, you get on under fight, you let your thoughts run wild? Oh boy, here's dinner. Better not eat it. <laughs> you don't put all that stuff in it. You don't poison it. You don't do that. You're gonna step back and you're gonna watch them fall over. No. Get a, get a handle on your thought. Where are those thoughts coming from? Vindictive. Vengeance. God said that belongs to me. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord. Your relationship will not get any better. Your finance will not get any better. Your house will not get any better until you learn how to fight. You can't fight against your mate. You can't fight against your husband. You can't fight against your children. God, have to love them. That seems like a nasty word right about now, doesn't it? I gotta love you. After what you did to me, the way you talk about me, the way you disrespect me, I gotta love you. I don't feel like loving you. There you go, you're messing up. Stay out of your feelings and make a decision. Faith gives you the ability to make a quality decision. All right, I got a few more scriptures for you. Whoa. Did did y'all read verse 6? You can't fix nobody until you realize verse 4 through 5. Having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Until you get yourself right, don't you try to get back at nobody else. Yeah, yeah. Until you get yourself, fix your, you know what? I, I, I was telling people how to handle some situations. My wife said, come on now. You know you wouldn't do it that way. I said, I know, it, but I can't tell them against the scriptures. I got to stay on the line of God. Well, you know you wouldn't do it. I said, well, I would try it. As a minister, I cannot tell you how to do wrong. I stand for God. I have to tell you what the Scripture says. I cannot give you my opinion. Because if I gave you my opinion, it would be a lot of folks messed up out here. Girl, he did what? Man, put, put some sugar in this tank. Go bust this one out. Put him on a flat. Get it out of you. It ain't going to do you no good. Hold on and let it go. What would I look like telling you something like that? I can't do that. So when y'all come to me and y'all want to counsel, I'm going to counsel you with what God said. I'm not going to counsel you with my feelings. My faith is in God's Word, not in my feelings. So where's your faith when you talk to people? You can't tell nobody what you would do in that situation. You gotta tell them what the Word wants you to do in that situation. All right, you gotta keep going. That's how your obedience is gonna to get to the point where you want it to be. When you learn to listen to the Word of God, do what the Word says. Do now you can go teach somebody else. All right, watch this. Next scripture. Keep your eyes on Jesus, and we get to us in a minute. I got ten minutes. All right. So while you're going through your stuff, you gotta look unto Jesus, who's the author. The finisher or the developer of your faith. Keep your eyes in the Word. When the attack comes and you want to get all emotional about it and you want to tell somebody where to get off at, slow your roll. Look in the eyes of Jesus and see how he wants you to conduct yourself, how he wants you to handle it because he's a developer of your faith. This situation that you're in right now may be real ugly, but he's trying to use this to develop your faith in him because there's an enemy somewhere in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some kind of way the devil has got it in your head and he's got you to process things the way he wants you to process it. So, what you've got to do now, you know there's tension, you know there's hatred, you know there's frustration. All these are emotions. So, what you owe it to yourself is to back out of those emotions and get your word and be willing and obedient, and you can get the blessing. I guarantee you, for all those who are here fighting something, there's a blessing on the other side. There's a blessing that you've been asking for and believing God for, and God said, this is a prime opportunity for me to teach you how to handle faith. You got faith to get that blessing, but really, do you have faith to get yourself in alignment to get to the blessing? Will you trust him? Don't sit there and shake your head. Do not do that unless you're really meaning it. Do you trust him? Do you really trust him? Meaning will you do what the word tells you to do? Hmm. Yep. All right. Here we go. Get a handle on your emotions. I'm going to show you some emotions. Uh, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, from the New Living Translation. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. What course is your life on right now? Paul said he get We went through so much. He said, you know what? I finished my course. Where are you on your course? Where are you right now in your faith walk with God? Are you conquering mountains or are mountains conquering you? Are you winning the battles or the battles beating you? How do I determine? Let me show you how you determine. Now, if you're in any of these things right here, just a few of them, you'll find out where you are. Watch this. Are you in fear? Are you worried? Anxieties. You got anger. Unforgiveness. Jealousy. You're in grief. Bitterness. Or even in guilt. If you're in these things, doubt brought them on to you. Some of us can't make a decision because we are fearful of what may happen. That's not faith. All these things up here pushes you away from faith. You worried about something? Well, Pastor, everybody worried about something. God told us not to worry. So you need to take the word of God and start confessing it. The Bible says that Jesus is the high priest of our confession. In other words, when you make a confession, he takes that confession in the courtrooms of heaven. And he pleads that before God. So you gotta watch what you say. My wife is still on me now. You know, and I've gotten a whole lot better. But, you know, if it come in, it comes out. And I'm trying to do better than that. And she told me today, and I was frustrated. It was today or yesterday? Yesterday. And she said, you can't, you can't keep saying that. You can't." And I know she's right, but I want to get in my emotions and tell her to shut up. Because I want to be mad at that point. I want to be angry. Some of y'all, you're angry. And God said, he didn't say angry was bad. He said, you got to learn how to manage that emotion. You've got to manage that anger. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Man, take control over it. Yeah, you might get mad sometimes. You might get angry, but you've got to learn how to manage it. Because if you don't, it's going to lead you straight to the door of bitterness. And the devil knows how powerful bitter. Bitterness is more powerful than anger. Because bitterness kills you. It slowly kills you. It rots your bones, the Bible says. So all y'all in these relationships, whatever's going on in your life, you owe it to come back and in faith, talk to your mate, talk to your children, talk to your boss, talk to your, whoever that relationship is is affecting, you got to go back and talk to them about it. And you got to talk to them in faith, believing that God's going to show you something out of it. All right. This is the last, well, next to the last scripture. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. This is what Paul finally said. He said, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. And I kept the faith. Wow. Wow. I fought a good fight. I finished my course. And I kept my faith. Where are you on your course? Where are you? Are, are you keeping the faith or are you in bitterness? You're in anger? Because these things are only prolonging. You know what? I watch this. What's this show called? The Gladiators? I think it's The Gladiators. And they got all these obstacles they got to go through. They got to run across this log. If they fall in the water, they get put out. The guy go up the warp wall and hit the button and stuff like that. And then when they do all that, and they go through all that. These, these Simon ladders and all that kind of stuff. Y'all ain't never watched that. Anyway, I watch that kind of stuff, okay? But, but I see the courses, and some of them are most difficult courses. And then they finally get up that warp ladder, and they hit the button, and they say, great, you won it. Now you get a chance to go and compete for the next one. What? It get tougher than this. That's yes, exactly If you're not going to win these battles that you're in now, how are you planning on going going ahead and moving farther? How can God trust you with some other stuff? If you can't forgive here, if you can't get rid of anger right here, if you can't get rid of bitterness right here, how can he promote you to another level? Well, Pastor, it's just so hard. I know it's hard. That's why he gave you faith. Faith doesn't make things easy. It makes it possible. It's possible for me to forgive you. It's possible for me to let you go. It is possible, Miss King, that when we get bit all out of shape, and I mad, imagine, hate. I hate to hold on your hand. <laughs> and somewhere these emotions are going to get in alignment. And I'm just holding it. I've been standing there for the next 15, 20 minutes, trying to get my emotions to calm down. Just sit there and be patient. But I can't get mad at God. And holding your hand, because now I'm acting in faith. And faith is making me get myself together. And finally I say, Father. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to show y'all literally how this thing works. Because I got so much on the line, I can't play a game with it. You hear me? There's a great cloud of witnesses watching how I handle this situation. So I got to get out of my emotions and do the right thing. I sit here and tell y'all all the time, when you fall, get up and run to Jesus. Man. I'd <laughs> be like, Jesus, you know who I am. you like, come here. No, I don't really want him to come and talk to me about it. I need to go to him. You understand? So what we've got to do is use our faith not just to get things, but to develop this relationship with our God. It's possible. And because you're doing it out of obedience, your faith is going to get stronger. And you're not going to doubt God so much because you know you're going to use that faith whenever you need to. Some of y'all kids, when y'all get mad at y'all parents, go to them. It works the same way because it builds all relationships. It builds it all. Faith is faith. And I'm coming to you because God told me to. It's not about what I feel. Get your feelings out of it. If You're going to fight this fight. Get your feelings out of this. Get your emotions out of the way. You can't fight and keep being emotional. My wife, a long time ago, my son Darius was... Jordan was sick, I think. And and we were just being real timid with him and and and, and you know, doing a little Christian prayers and stuff like this, and, and God gave her a vision of this little rat. Or, what was it, a rat, a mouse, or what it was? A rat? Yeah. yeah, a rat. Or something like that. And she was just tapping it on the head or something like that. And 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 she just be real real timid with it. But this this thing was it was it was disgusting. But we was allowing it to stay in our house didn't get aggressive with it, and it was wreaking havoc. And God was showing her, that's how you're handling this situation. You're being timid with this devil. You're being too easy with it, and he's wreaking havoc in your life. At some point, you're going to have to put your foot down, and you're going to have to tell him to get out of my house. Only thing can do that is faith in God. Because when you decree a thing, God going to stand behind you on it. If you don't, the devil or that rat is going to stay in your house and stink up your house. Bow your heads. Thank you for listening to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.com. If you would like to be a blessing to us, please visit the website and select the donations link.